Blog Talk Radio. Corruption. Greed. Xenophobia. White supremacy. A nation in the grips of a pandemic. Healthcare resources strained to their limits. An economy on the brink of collapse. And at the helm, a clueless con artist who cares more about his own re-election over saving lives. Join Liberal Band Radio, talk from the left that's right. Live Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan and 24-7 at liberaldan.com. We must unite to save this country in spite of this buffoon's ineptitude before it's too late. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-03-4131. And if you're uh, listening on the Blog Talk Radio website at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan, you could subscribe, log in, make an account, subscribe to the uh, show, and also join us in the chat room at the episode thread or the episode page. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. cetera, uh, at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan, and on the show thread, at, or episode thread at LiberalDan.com. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, this is the official season finale, whatever importance that means, because I'll be on next week, and it will be the season premiere next week. Uh, we'll have an old not as an age, but old as in a, a previous guest who I used to have on, had on a few times, bringing her back on the air. I will uh, enjoy talking to uh, Joanna Schroeder again at I Propose This on Twitter. Check her out. Uh, we will um, always got to give a shout out to uh, my little brother, the host of the most of the Miss Yosha on the Percy Podcast, at the Percy Podcast on Twitter. Uh, shouts out also to Deminox who is the first Liberal Day Radio Patreon, and hopefully more will come in the way. I am going to be pushing the Patreon a little more um, with both the minicast and the podcast um, with an opportunity to, if you want to, to perform uh, something on the podcast. I will be talking about that a little later after I reveal the new commercial that I have created for Liberal Dan, and we'll probably start off the show, maybe. And maybe I'll start the show with that. Maybe I'll just play that on the minicast. I don't know. I haven't decided where I want to air that yet. Uh, maybe Nimbus Yosh will play it once or twice. It, it is a little longer than a 30-second bit, but it's because it's also a parody. Um, but that, that's going to be discussed a little bit later in the show. Um, Two of the main topics that I wanted to talk about were both the America's frontline doctors and also about the uh, the executive orders that Donald Trump signed when uh, he, he people were trying to always guy I know, a friend of mine has become a Trump supporter. Um, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It, it's been an interesting conversation. Interesting conversations have been had with him. Uh, some of the things that he's uh, supporting that Trump is supposedly doing, Trump's really not doing. Uh, for example, uh, the Trump administration is taking credit for the uh, money that was uh, given to historically black colleges and universities uh, in the CARES Act, but funding in the federal government comes from the legislature, specifically from Congress, and con- Congress is controlled by the Democrats. And I'm unaware of any advocacy or posturing or whatever that Donald Trump or anybody in his, in his administration has done to push 
the House in the CARES Act to include that funding. So to me, the funding, the language of that funding probably came from somebody else. And then Donald Trump is just trying to take credit for it because he wants to beg and plead for every single vote he possibly can get because he's losing miserably in this upcoming election so far. And he wants to be able to think he wants to be able to mislead you, the voter, that he is doing things well for you, regardless of who you are, how you might identify uh, when it comes to race or social economic status. So he's going to try and take credit for everything. He also took credit uh, for this friend of mine also gave Trump credit for this um, program that Steve Harvey uh, discussed with him right after he won before Trump even officially took the oath of office. And we had the situation where he says, okay, well I have this idea and Trump's like, all right, well, let's, let's get Ben Carson on the phone and we're going to make this happen. And it's almost four years later now, and not one of those things have been built. But for some reason, Trump gets credit for, for that because he gave him lip service. Oh, well, I mean, that's basically all Trump does is give lip service. So let's see. Another interesting thing. In the news, I guess Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh tried to sidestep abortion and Trump financial document cases. Senior reports, Senior revealed that Justice Brett Kavanaugh urged his colleagues in a series of private memos to consider avoiding decisions in major disputes over abortion subpoenas for President Trump's financial record. Interesting. Uh, to protect him in an election year? Hmm. I don't know. Um in an abortion controversy, Kavanaugh wanted justice to sidestep any ruling on the merits of the Louisiana law that would have closed abortion clinics. On a case marked the first time in four years, the justices took up the subject. Kavanaugh's plan would have ensured the law uh, cred- credentialing mandate would not go into immediate effect, but also ensure that the justices would not have to put their own views on the line. The same would have been true in the fight between Trump and the U.S. House of Representatives. Kavanaugh's idea presented to the justices in an internal memo. Uh, would have had the high court avoid the subpoena fight uh, based on the judicial principle that courts would stay out of cases involving fundamentally political questions. Uh, So basically, Kavanaugh was begging and pleading that the person who he owes his job to um, and that and drinking beer, apparently. Um, uh, He's wanting to, to, I guess, make it so that Trump doesn't look as bad. I haven't looked too much into that story yet, but that's just an interesting story that popped up on my Twitter feed as such. I figured it was good to bring it up. One thing, other thing I did want to talk about before taking the first commercial break is that uh, Donald Trump uh, said that, let's see, where was it? Let's go back. Uh, he says, according to Donald Trump, and I quote, I am happy to inform all the people living in living there, quote, suburban lifestyle dream that you will no longer be bothered or financially hurt by having low income housing built in your neighborhood. Your housing prices will go up based on the market and crime will go down. I have rescinded the Obama era AFFH rule. Enjoy. I mean, if there's he loves the racist dog whistles. Are there black people who live in the suburbs? Yes. But he's playing on the whole great white flight thing. You know, all, all these communities, I've talked about this on the show, about how far away one moved away from New Orleans proves how racist one likely will be or how racist the area is likely to be. Uh, not saying that each individual person who lives in those areas are racist, but to say that if you're living in those areas, you're probably dealing with more racism the further away you get from New Orleans. Because if you go to the North Shore of Lake Pontchartrain, you cross at the time the longest bridge in the world simply to get away from black people. Oi. <laughs> Somebody responded, the suburban people are happy to inform me that it doesn't matter what you say because they are voting for Biden. I hope so. I mean, I think there should be a lot of sub- suburban people. Maybe... Maybe you'll have more rural folks who are continue to latch on to Trump and hope that he will continue to do whatever it is they think he's doing because what he what what they think he's doing and whatever it is he thinks he's doing is two 
different things all together. So I just nobody should be surprised anymore at the racism that Trump brings. It's just it's pathetic that he supports this stuff. It's pathetic that his that it works, that there's enough Americans who continue to support his garbage. And one just can only hope that in the fall enough people in enough places will you know, I just I want people I want I want this to be the huge landslide. I don't know if it's gonna be able to be the biggest electoral landslide in the history of the nation, but I hope it's the biggest popular vote landslide in the history of the nation. And I hope it's a bigger electoral college victory for Biden than Biden than Trump had over Hillary. I just want I, I want I want him to be defeated and feel defeated because he's just such an ass. He's such an ass. Just, he's just such such an ass. I just can't say anymore. Anyway, let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. Come back. Take your calls as well. Area code 914-803-4131. That is area code 914-803-4131. You can also join us in the chat room at LiberalDan. Blogtimeradio.com slash LiberalDan. Uh, this is uh, Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? (laughs) Well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will? (laughs) Catch you on the team. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. It's Hawk from the Left. That's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. Uh, so what else, what else is going on in the world today before I get to the topics at hand? Uh, we have let's, – let's go for my email. Actually, let's, 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 let's hit up this first. Let's hit up this, this topic first. The executive order – when it comes to 
the first one that he gave, which was the executive order on uh, called executive order on access to affordable life-saving medications, specifically talking about insulin and EpiPens. And we all heard about, you know, you know, the issue with the guy that went to jail and the, the marking up of the EpiPens and how these, and these pharmaceutical companies are crap. And look, I don't care what party you're in. If you're actually going to help this situation, then do it. Uh, but again, a friend of mine uh, who is for some reason just gall gung ho Trump 2020. Uh, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I mean, he, 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 he he's independent supposedly. He's, he's not a Republican, but he still is supporting this crap. Anyway, so. The executive order is supposedly to cut costs for insulin and EpiPens. Uh, so where do they, where does this executive order, where does it take place? Where does it take effect? Uh, it only takes effect in federally qualified health centers. So if you're a federally qualified health center, uh, which is one that is, which is, which are centers that get funds from health resources and services administration, health center programs to provide primary care in underserved areas. Now, I did a search on what in my area is a qualifies as a federally qualified health center. There's a bunch in my neighborhood. There's or close by within five hours as the crow, not five hours, five miles as the crow flies. You have several uh, lots, lots in the area. So it's not like it's only in like rural areas or anything. In fact, if you look up the information, about one in five patients in the HRSA centers are in rural areas. And about 19 to 20% of the U.S. population lives in rural areas. So it's not like, it's not like those centers are, are disproportionately helping certain people over than others, which I wanted to check and make sure because, you know, I'm all for. So I, I, will, I, I will give Trump credit when due if it's due, but I just have a hard time believing that, you're, that either he's not robbing Peter to pay Paul or that there's something else that he's not telling us, you know, especially coming from Mr. Inject Bleach Man. I mean, I have no reason to believe him. He, he's lost all credibility. He should have lost all credibility in the eyes of everybody, but for some reason, some people are hanging on. And this one guy, well, why is he helping? Because he's, he's a black guy. And he's like, well, what is, why is he helping black people? But he's not helping black people. That's the thing. He's playing, he's giving you lip service in the hopes that you'll believe it. But that's in and of itself racist. If you think that black people are going to fall for crap that you're trying to put out there, that's race. That's enough proof in and of itself that he's racist. So anyway, so got some information about who is it that gets this sort of this care from these places. 28 million people yearly get services at these federally qualified health centers or one in 12 people. So one in 12 people, or 8.3% of the population, goes to these federally qualified health centers. 8.3% of the population. However, that doesn't mean that 8.3% of the population is going to benefit from that specific executive order. No, because how many people in the United States take insulin? Well, look that up. About 7 million people use insulin in the United States. So if we're going to assume that across the board, that's, you know, it's, it's roughly on an average and it's probably, it could potentially be a little more, maybe if you're poor, poor people who rely on these type of centers, maybe they're more likely to need insulin than wealthier people, not to say that wealthy people can't get diabetes, but wealthier people might have access to better healthcare, which might help them avoid diabetes. So there's that. There's there's that to take into consideration, but I'm I don't have those figures because I haven't looked at all the figures, but I try to get as much information as possible for the show. And so seven million people use insulin. If twenty eight million people use seven million people use insulin. If twenty eight million people is twelve percent of the population, one in twelve people or eight percent of the population. That means that if 7 million people use insulin, that's a quarter of the amount of people that use these. So 28, if 28 million is 8% of the population, then 7 million, which is a fourth of that, is just under 2.1% of the population that are taking insulin and going to 
let's see, actually, no, 7 million people is, is 2.1% of the population, is 2.1% of the population. That, that's the people who use insulin. So if 2.1% of the people use insulin, but only 8.3% of the population use these federally held, these centers, then that's telling you that it's so 8.3% of 2.1% of the people. That's even lower. You know, I, my math initially was, was, was actually off. I was overestimating the amount of people that this is helping. I was going to say that it was helping 2.1% of the population, but no, it's worse than that. So if you have 2.02 times 0.083 is one-tenth of 1%. That's who Donald Trump is helping with this executive order, one te- or at least on on, at least on insulin. Now EpiPens. How many people use EpiPens? Three point six million Americans get an EpiPen prescription every year. That's half. So, now, do I do we know whether what what the usage what the combined let's say how many people. If, if you drew a Venn diagram of people who use insulin and <clears throat> people who use EpiPens, how many of those people intersect? What's the intersection of those two sets? Is it the null set? Is it everyone? Probably not everyone. Probably not the null set. Somewhere in between. So there's probably some overlap. But let's just assume that there's no intersection there. Let's just give the benefit on the but if the doubt is the best word to say, let's just assume. <clears throat> so half of it's 0.0016 or one tenth, one, one tenth or 16 hundredths, I guess, of a percent or 17 hundredths of a percent. So then let's, let's take nine, let's just say 0.0008 or 0.0009 to be giving. So it's 0.0025. So point zero is 0.0026. So 2.6 one hundredths of 1% of people. I say no way. No, point, uh, two tenths. Let's just say it's less than 1%. We're just going to do that. We're just going to say it's less than 1%. Donald Trump's executive order, if it works, if it does what it says it's going to do, um, Richard Sniffer is back. Hey, Richard Sniffer, how's it going? Um, love the name. But anyway, as I, as I was saying, I also had Flycatch in the conversation briefly, but you know, Flycatch does those in and outs, uh, checking to see, I guess, whatever is going on. Um, so, but yeah, so doing the math. Less than one percent, maybe than three tenths of a percent of people, assuming that this executive order works according to my math. And again, I'll re I'll redo the math again just to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Twenty eight million people. This executive order only affects people who are using federally qualified healthcare centers. 28 million people, one in 12 people in the United States, or basically 8.3% of the population of the country use these, use these health centers. So 8.3% of the companies, but not everybody in those 8.3% of the population needs insulin or needs an EpiPen. So 7 million people again use insulin in the United States. So if 28 million people was... 8.3%, 7 million is 2.1%. So 2.1 of the population, 2.1% of the population uses insulin in the United States. Okay. So if we're assuming that the, that, that number stays steady across the board, where, regardless of where you get healthcare. So 2.1% of 8.3% uses, uses insulin at those centers, which turns out to be 0.001 or 
0.16 of 1%, 1,600 or whatever. One tenth of one between one tenth of one percent and one twentieth of one percent. Now then, throw in the people who use EpiPens. Three point six million Americans use EpiPens uh, every year. That's half of that number. So point zero 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 nine ish. So less than three tenths of one percent of the American population will benefit from this executive order. So you will forgive me for not standing up and applause over Donald Trump and this executive order, because it helps three-tenths of 1% of the population. That's absolute crap. And I hope somebody with a louder, larger audience than me is able to bring that up, because holy crap, the idea, the idea that he's trying to take credit for saving Americans and, and their health care costs when this only affects, at most, tenths of one percent and, and it's not even that because this this also assumes that everybody who goes to an hrsa will trigger the requirements of the order so the people who have to get the discounted price because it, the order doesn't say everybody who goes to an hrsa must get these lower prices it only says that you you can either get the discounted price which is According to the executive order, the cost plus a, quote, small administrative fee. Nobody says what that small administrative fee is. Um, Or those who have a, quote, high cost-sharing requirement. Nobody says what that cost-sharing requirement is. Um, Or people who have a high unmet deductible. Nobody's saying what that is either. What amount is considered a high unmet deductible. Or if you have no health care insurance, that's straightforward. If you don't have health insurance, then you, you're supposed to get this lower rate. Now, you could just, I guess, lie and claim that you don't have health insurance and go to these health clinics. I, I don't know how they would check for that. Um, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that would work or not. Uh, because I don't know how they check to make sure that you you do or do not have health insurance. I don't know if you would have to sign an affidavit or something to say, I don't have health insurance. So therefore, you know, I'm not going to claim this amount. But nobody knows what that price is going to end up being anyway. It's a discounted cost plus a small administrative fee. Now, I mean, I, I, he didn't really say it in the executive order. I think if you work at one of these places, maybe you could – publish what that cost is it it might be known somewhere i just haven't found that cost yet that these places pay for their prices but but and and just like typical like you know these are non-profits these are not governmental entities these are non-profits that are being licensed to or are allowed to use these name the title of quote federally qualified health center and just because you're a nonprofit doesn't mean you're running you're running your businesses in an ethical way. And so apparently, what these businesses were doing were taking the money that the discounted rate uh, that they would get these shots for, get the insulin, get the epipens for, and then they would mark it up and use it to bring income in and basically making money off of the backs of this federal program, which is bad. And so fine, good, you know, good for trying to rein in that cost or if people are doing that unethically fine i'm fine with that but let's not pretend that it's helping a whole heck of a lot of americans again less than three tenths of one percent of americans are going to be affected by that executive order to the extent permitted by law which is the other caveat in the executive order is that maybe the law doesn't allow for this at all this could just be hand-waving and smokes and mirrors saying, oh, we're going to do this. We've signed this executive order to bring down your costs. And when will we find out the results of this executive order and how much actually being done, how much of this is actually helping people? How many of the people that are, how many people above the average of Americans who use EpiPens or insulin, how many of those people more go to these clinics or less or how many of these people uh, are meeting these requirements? Look at this. Let's, maybe, maybe half of the people, maybe a third of the people who go to these HRSAs don't meet the either not being insured or they don't meet um, P 
people they don't have a high cost sharing requirement or they don't have a high unmet deductible, so then they wouldn't qualify for this new rule, so they wouldn't have to be they could be charged a higher rate for the or the insurance company could be charged a higher rate. So it's not gonna benefit those people at all. So I don't know how many of those people and when will we know? Probably not till after the election. So he just wants to be able to use this as smoke and mirrors to be able to prove quote prove to people that he is doing things on prescription drugs, when in reality, he's only doing things for three-tenths of 1% of the population. So, And then the other two executive orders, I'm not going to go into the other two executive orders because they have much of the same vagueness and much of the same verbiage, uh, including, let's see, um, there is one thing. There's a third one, which is executive order lowering prices for patients by eliminating, quote, kickbacks to middlemen. Um, has the words to the extent permitted by law, which is a big wiggle room for, to be able to say, oh, well, we couldn't do it, this, 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 because it wasn't allowed by law. Um, but one of the things in this executive order is that apparently the people who coordinate uh, prescription, uh, the obtaining prescription drugs for these kind of groups, um, you know, can, well, can go negotiate a a prescription cost, and then the people get paid X amount of money uh, based off of how much they were able to save the organization or whatever. So basically, I saved you, you know, a hundred bucks. You're going to give me twenty bucks for every hundred bucks that I saved you. You're going to give me twenty bucks. So it's going to save in net eighty bucks. Well, that doesn't mean again that those that those places can't then upcharge again to offset. But I don't know if that's also going to hold up to any sort of judicial scrutiny um, because he's trying to say that um, being the drug middlemen, um, current drug, current regulations do not count these as so-called kickbacks, but he's trying to say that it's akin to a kickback. It's similar to a kickback, so it should be treated as a kickback. I don't know if that's going to pass judicial scrutiny because uh, I don't know if that meets the federal definition of what a real kickback is. If giving somebody commission for obtaining, for saving somebody money is a kickback, I, that's kind of stretching the word a little bit. And of course, the executive order on increasing drug importation to lowering prices for American patients. Again, it says the same, excuse me, it says the same thing permitted by law. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Anyway, let's go ahead and take the next commercial break. Uh, come back. Take your calls as well. If you have any questions in the chat, you're free to share those as well. Area code 914-803-4131. That's area code 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? (laughs) Well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen. 
and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. And this is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. We are also going to be talking about uh, the America's Frontline Doctors. So, but first, before that, for the America's Frontline Doctors and Dr. Whatever Her Name Is, that, oh my goodness, this is just... People are just crazy for believing this. But um, Nimbus Yosh, the host of the most of the Percy Podcast, uh, the smooth sounds of the Percy Podcast, I should say, he uh, encouraged me to make a new commercial. And while I don't know if this necessarily fits a commercial, so to speak, it's not a full song parody, but couple weeks back I did go ahead when it became available and I watched Hamilton on the Disney Channel, Disney Plus and I enjoyed it greatly. I thought it was very entertaining um, and, and a lot of the songs uh, have stuck in my head. Um, I, I immediately thought to myself that I wanted to do the You'll Be Back uh, song from uh, that King George sings when next time we're able to do karaoke. So I don't know, two, three years from now, maybe, if we're lucky. <laughs> so, we, um, and and there's other songs that I do want to also attempt when I do, I'm able to go to karaoke, but uh, I also like to to write some parodies. If you go to Liberal Day and Radio on YouTube, there are some parodies that I, that I did early on in the coronavirus, in the COVID, in the pandemic, uh, that, I, that I made up these songs, um, uh, it's one to Deo, uh, one, and then I think two Billy Joel songs. My microphone wasn't the greatest. My, my laptop at the time wasn't the greatest. So I was using my work computer for it. But um, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll make some more of those as well. But this is a kind of a half parody, half commercial for Liberal Dane Radio based off of you'll be back. And if, if you liked Hamilton, if you listened to Hamilton, if you enjoyed this, I, I hope you get a kick out of this as well. Uh, and if you did not, I, well, go watch Hamilton and then you can come back and listen to it. I'm, so here it is. You say four more years of Trump's not a price that you're willing to pay. You cry when you see breaking news cause you know Trump's a really dumb guy why so sad you know that we proved our derangement in 2016 now he's making us mad remember despite his arraignments he's still there we'll fight back on the show that is called Liberal Dan Radio. We'll fight back on the air. Call me up and show me that you care. Listens rise, ratings fall, and I'll keep broadcasting through it all. So subscribe, don't be late, and you'll hear me on Blog Talk Radio on Wednesday nights at 8. Da 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 da
And that is the canoe commercial for Liberal Day and Radio. And if you like it, you know, please go ahead. If you want, if you want to hear more stuff like that, uh, if you don't want to hear more stuff like that, I mean, sure, maybe I should start a Patreon for that too. Say. Uh, please don't sing again, and, and we'll, give give me so much money every month I won't do any more parodies. <laughs> kind of a blackmailing, alter fundraise, alternate fundraising. But uh, if you do like that and you do want to see more things like that, I do. Uh, you know, I would love to be able to do this full time. So part of the thing is I'm you know I'd love to be able to see the Patreon get some more support. And one of the things that I've decided is is that I'm going to set the threshold. I don't know what I'm setting the threshold at. Part of me says uh, 100, 100 Patreon subscribers is too, me being too optimistic. Um, but maybe 50 is too little. I don't know. So I mean, it's probably going to be somewhere between 50 and 100. Uh, if I can get 50 to 100, we'll see where I, let, where I rest on that. I'll just temporarily say 100, and I reserve the right to reduce it to less. Um, <clears throat> and... If I get those, whenever that happens, whenever I have at, at any given point a hundred Liberal Day and Radio Patreons, monthly Patreon subscriptions, I will go ahead and complete the second half of that song, and I'll post it on YouTube. And uh, maybe I'll even have my kids make me up a nice crown, and I'll dress up like King George, uh, and maybe I'll... Uh, uh, and, and, I'll, and I think what I'm going to do is maybe the top 10 contributors, like the, in, in just dollar amounts per month that you want to spend, if you're in the top 10 of those contributors and you want, and you want to join at the, at the end, because at the end of the song, uh, King George is like, everybody, or if you actually on the Disney Plus version, Groff is just like, everybody. So whatever, we're gonna, after the everybody, uh, people... Like it's a whole chorus of da 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 da. So I would love to be able to have a screen full of liberal dance supporters also singing that, and I might invite one or two without them having to contribute to the podcast because I know they would probably enjoy it, but. I am also going to be posting this on my YouTube channel and I'll have that link on Twitter as well. And I'll be doing that after the show tonight. And I'll, and I'll, so basically I'll be premiering that song. Um, I, I might even try and tag, uh, Lynn Morel, Lynn Manuel Miranda, uh, Jonathan Groff, and even Weird Al Yankovic. And I'll be like, look, I'm not the parody artist that Weird Al is. I'm not, you know, the, the writer, the songwriter that, that Lynn Manuel Miranda is. Um, and I don't have the voice of Jonathan Groff, but here's a parody about the Trump administration and my podcast that I did to You'll Be Back. I hope you enjoy it. Um, but yeah, if I get enough support, I will go ahead and make the second half, combine it all into one video, and there we go. And maybe I'll work on the lyrics between now and then, but I wanna, I'm not going to work on actually singing it. and I, w- I won't put it out there until I get the support that I'm going to say. So anyway, that's that. Um, it was a fun thing to work on. I, I, I'm a, um, I'm a perfectionist, I guess, things like I want things to sound right. And I, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't have the best voice, obviously, but I like one of the things that impresses me about Weird Al Yankovic and his parodies, like if you take the song uh, White and Nerdy, which is a parody of uh, Chimillionaires riding, and if you sync them up correctly, where it's on the same part, it's it's the like like those that happens at the same time. There's there's this part where where Chimillionaires song goes pop pop, um, and there's a there's a part in this Weird Al song where he's like spend my spend my nights with a roll of bubble wrap pop pop. Well, if you start the songs at the exact same time and you don't have to do anything else, the pop pops are exactly synced up. And it's, I, I was just impressed. Like I was already impressed. I was already a Weird Al fan far before that song ever came out. 
but I was just impressed that he was able to be that much of a perfectionist, that he was able to get it to fit that well, that the pop pops were exactly at the same point. So one of the things I did when I was recording this, because I wanted to, is I was actually singing it with Groff's voice in my ears so I could have it be, have the same, you know, ups and downs that he does and have the exact same time or almost the exact same. There's like one or two um, making us mad. Uh, I think that didn't perfectly sync up. And then this might be another one that just, that, that just is a little bit fast. Um, hear me on rock block like radio. I think, I think that also was my other part, but anyway, it's still like it, it fits and it follows the same time. And so, and when they're doing the da, 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 when you're doing that, um, it's exactly the same time. So if, so if you started and end, it starts and ends at close to the same time, because the only other difference is at the end, um, he doesn't end that part with a die, da, da, he, he, that goes into the other, the really high part, which I can barely hit. That's that, that's, assuming that you consider that I hit that at all to begin with. Anyway, I don't want to talk too much more about that, but it's, I had fun with it. I hope you enjoy it. I hope, uh, and I hope that other people like it too. So if you like it, look for it on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash liberal band radio. And you can also find the link to the YouTube channel at liberaldan.com, And you can go ahead and, Subscribe there because also I, I have another thing that I put on YouTube on the same day, uh, which is one of my fat man rants. I haven't done one of the fat man rants in a while, but I'll talk about Portland. Um, and and uh, I wish I'd seen this meme before I created the fat man rant because basically they said, um, do you uh, remember when uh, Obama was doing the whole Jade Helm thing and the uh, everyone every conservative thought that he was going to be sending the military into uh, into the states and be taking the states over militarily. Uh, it was 2015. Jade Helm conspiracy said that Barack Obama was going to end supposed states' rights by deploying federal troops and declaring martial law so he could stay president forever. And what's going on with Trump? Well, that's one of the things I'm concerned about with my fat man rant. So go to YouTube.com slash liberal dan radio or link to it from at liberaldan.com and you'll be able to see um, my rant and why uh these this portland these portland actions are concerning to me and why conservatives are extremely hypocritical about them let's go ahead and take the last commercial break and take your phone calls as well if you want to call in 914-803-4131 that is 914-803-4131 this is liberal dan radio talk from the left that's right Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say. Sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen. 
And follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, not much time left out of the show, but if you do, if you are listening and didn't want to call in, it's 914-803-4131. I mean, I did set the show to be for two hours, but that's just to leave some padding in case we get into some interesting discussions. Like the one night we got into the discussion with the uh, drunk, drunk girl from, uh, drunk woman from uh, Pennsylvania. That was fun, or at least with the Pennsylvania area code, at least. So uh, Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. shared this information from these uh, doctors, uh, America's frontline doctors. Now, a lot of people were like, oh, let, let, let's share some of this information. They're mocking these frontline doctors, but here's their credentials. And maybe one of them actually works on the front line. There's a podiatrist. There's a pediatrician. There's there's a general practitioner, family practitioner. I think one person worked in the ER. There's no epidemiologist. So yeah, no, we're gonna question the veracity of what these people are saying because, like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that my general practitioner can't give me information that my podiatrist could give me on my feet or whatever. Or I'm not gonna say that you know people who are in school for podiatry don't have a general understanding of medical information and can't come to a decent medical admit, but these are not experts. These are not experts in any case, but my favorite and everyone's favorite, I think at this point has to be the Dr. Emanuel. And so on liberal Dan, facebook.com slash liberal Dan, I went ahead and posted a meme uh, that somebody else created, obviously Um, choose your favorite Dr. Emanuel claim. This is the one that Donald Trump, she claims to have, helped cure people or whatever with because she's using the hydroxychloroquine and he's a snake oil salesman. So he's going to get any doctor on board. Who's going to back up his sales of his snake oil. A uh, welcome back, Richard Sniffer. Where did you left us there for a second for the last eight minutes or so of the show? Um, so choose your favorite Dr. Emmanuel Clayton. I mean, so yeah, so she, she believes that hydroxychloroquine helped. And here's the, here's the problem with that. And I'm not, obviously I'm not a doctor, but like Donald Trump has been pushing hydroxychloroquine and he says, and he took it prophylactically for two weeks and he didn't die. He didn't necessarily suffer any adverse effects and he had, doesn't have COVID. So according to his logic or lack thereof, it works. I mean, I've been drinking water for the last six months and more. You know, I actually have upped my water drinkage. I would drinkage. My water consumption has probably increased over the last six months. Uh, I'm staying at home, staying hydrated, whatever. You know, e- either water or n- unsweetened, non-sweetened drinks, mostly. Have a Coke every once in a while. But anyway, regardless of that. I could make the same claim. Look, I've been drinking water. Water cures COVID because I've been drinking this water and it, and I haven't gotten Corona yet. So that's the same logic, right? But except for the fact that water is not going to kill you if you take a dose of it. Now, if you drink too much of it, water will kill you. Sure. But the, these, these are some of the claims that have been made by Dr. Stella Emanuel, one of Donald Trump's new favorite doctors because he's helping him push the snake oil. One, Gynecological problems are caused by people having sex in their dreams with demons and witches. Demons and witches, sex dreams. I mean, I, I have marked myself safe from uh, sex with demons and witches, but I, I also don't need a gynecologist for 
obvious reasons. Uh, maybe not so obvious, but whatever. Two, alien DNA is currently being used in medical treatments. Cool. Three, scientists have plans to install microchips in people and are developing a vaccine to prevent people from being religious. I think the vaccine on that might just be information and facts. I don't know. Sorry for any religious folks who might be listening. Um, but we don't need microchips installed in our body uh, because we have phones on us. They, they can track us wherever we go. They don't need to put the microchips in us. They have the phones. Four, government is run in part, not in full, but in part by reptilians and other aliens. I'm, so V, we're living V right now. The V theme song. The Magic 8-Ball toy is psychic and part of a scheme to get children to use witch, to get to get witchcraft. Um, I would shake my Magic 8-Ball and say if that's correct. It would probably say, let's try again later. Uh, hydroxychloroquine use, cures COVID-19. Again, using the same faulty logic that I just talked about. And protective face masks are not necessary. <sighs> the whole face mask thing. I could probably have a show dealing with the idiocy with the face masks. Uh, Eight, Harry Potter and the Wizards of Waverly Place are part of a scheme to introduce children to spirits and witches. I thought that was the magic eight ball. Maybe maybe there was a magic eight ball in Harry Potter or the Wizards of Waverly Place. Ooh, that would be double wizardry. Wizardry. Nine, Schools teach children to meditate so they can meet with demons. Yep, that's exactly what meditation is for. Meeting with demons. And are those the same demons that they then have sex with later? I don't know. At least the, women, the ones who need to see the gynecologist will be, will, will be meeting those demons in their meditation. I don't know. I never medita- meditated in school, but just taking a couple deep breaths, apparently that's, that's what you use to uh, meet demons. I mean, I've never, I mean, anytime I've meditated, I've never met Donald Trump. So, 10, gay Americans will lead to adults marrying children, and gay Americans are practicing homosexual terrorism. I don't know what homosexual terrorism is, but, you know, I'm sure it's, there's a really good explanation as to what it is on one of our websites or whatever. I, I tried to go snag some video and, and audio for this, I, I couldn't take it. <laughs> It was far too long. I, I, I was talking about this during an hour long of her crap. Just to get a sound bite or two? No. Children need to be whipped. I guess that whole spare the rod, spoil the child idea is not necessarily uh, lost on her. I, I, I disbelieve with that. I don't believe that hitting children is necessary or an effective means of, of, of punishing your children or teaching them how to uh, act right. Uh, there is evidence that shows that that is also correct, that um, you're not doing your children any good by beating them, and in the end of the day, you're probably just teaching them to be violent themselves. Twelve, Jesus Christ will destroy Facebook servers if her videos aren't restored to the platform. Good. This is what I want. I want her to name the date. What date will Jesus Christ be destroying the Facebook servers if Facebook does not restore her videos. Have her put her put her money where her mouth is, or at least put her integrity or her whatever. I mean, you can't really say she has integrity, nor can you say she really has any validity or, or trustworthiness or whatever. But put whatever she has on the line. Say it, the Facebook servers will be destroyed by August fifteenth if my videos are not put back. Have her say that. And then if August 16th comes around and we're all able to still use Facebook, despite the fact that her videos are still banned from the from that, we will she will have proven that she is full of crap. Now she's already proven that she's full of crap, and the people who need to be convinced that she's full of crap won't, won't even believe that as evidence. So uh, again, it's probably not even worth it. But these are the people that are that are president is touting as experts and that's dangerous dangerous for us it's dangerous for our country but i think my favorite claim is not even on there maher 
the fact that she claims that we will cure the COVID-19 virus by patriotism. We, we have too much hatred of our country in this country. Only by being patriotic can we solve this problem. That in and of itself should cause her to cause it to be enough to lose her medical degree, her license to practice medicine, because she's a cuckoo bird. Anyway. Let's just go ahead. We're going to call this an end to this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Again, you can follow me at facebook.com slash Liberal Dan at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter and liberaldan.com. Support the Patreon. Contribute to try and get me to get the second half of that song written. Uh, Patreon.com slash Liberal Dan. And there's also anchor.fm slash Liberal Dan for the minicast. Until next week with the season premiere, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. <laughs>